Hey, 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 my Afro people. We are back again. It is I, your host, Mireille, and I'm here with my co-host. Hello, everyone. How we all doing? Ah, hot. I feel like I've been living in hell on earth this week. First of all, what are you wearing on your neck right now? <laughs> so this thing is like a fan, like a neck fan. You haven't seen this thing on, a, on Amazon? Like, <laughs> no. I... I was here thinking that, okay, maybe it's just super hot. My house is not cooling off. I'll give it a day. But it's been more than three days and my house temperature has been at 85. Oh, wow. That's yeah. really hot. I literally have the AC set on 50 right now, but the house temperature is at 85. Then something must be going on with your AC. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, we're able to get in touch with a maintenance person to help come and help um check the ac tomorrow but i was literally about to go into a hotel because i'm like this is this life <laughs> this life is not for me it is too hot like i love being in my house but like if i'm gonna not make use of the space that i'm paying you know my money to be in then what's the point you know so i i, I don't know i just feel like if I had like, you know, if I, you see, if I was a millionaire, I would not have to worry about like all this house stuff. I'll just have my butler handle all the house affairs, you know, <laughs> that gets sorted out, you know. Does the fan actually work that you're using right now? So does I mean, it help it you? Works. It works, but I haven't tested like the battery life so far. Um, it's been on for the past two hours. So that's good. So maybe that's something that would be good in, like you said, in a lot of um, hot conditions when you need a quick fan on your face. You can just buy that neck and uh, what they call a neck fan or what's that called? Yeah, just a, just a neck fan, a fan that you can hang on your neck so you don't have to hold it, you know? Yeah. Like fans, you have to hold it in your hand so you can exactly. your neck while doing other stuff. So and I don't know why you're saying hot conditions. This is hot conditions. It's not another <laughs> country. This is well, this Yeah, but America, I'm saying Texas. like, right, I'm saying but like hot conditions forever, right? Where it doesn't stop. You know, we, we at least have breaks with rain, winter, all the various time, and even like speaking of like in my area right now, it's been raining for the past three days. So yeah, we've not had rain in the past <laughs> month. We're literally under a drought warning. Like they don't want you to like water, um, you know, your yard for a while. We are actually quite fresh over here. I know we're complaining, but it's even worse in like states like California where they always have yeah. a drought going over the every time. Fires. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not the. There's just something everywhere. But do you hear about the Mega Millions jackpot? Oh, yeah. That was a whole big story yeah, in the U.S. Oh, history. You know, what was it? Friend, the third highest in the friend, U.S. history? Yes. So my friend had actually sent me a text. was like, hey, nobody has won yet. Why don't you go ahead and play? I'm like, I, I, I don't believe in playing the lottery because it was like, what, a one in like 300 million chance of winning? Exactly. That's so a very, very low probability. Know, the Mega Millions is like the lottery that you get to play, that all states can play. It's not just like a state-specific lottery. All the U.S. states can play and the U.S. Um, US islands as well. U.S. territory and islands can play in the... Oh, field. really? I didn't and, know that part. Exactly. And um, there was one winner from Chicago, a lucky <laughs> person who won $1.28 billion. Oh, billion, man. not even million, billion. What would you do with a billion dollars? 
Uh, that would be a good question. I'll take the year off to figure out what I'll do with a billion dollars. I'm like, there's no way he can even consume that in his entire lifetime. Now, I'm not saying again, we don't know who this person is. Maybe he's already a millionaire and he's managing his money. He just got into the role again. But for people like us who are like, you know, managing our day-to-day lives, you win a billion dollars. Like, there's, there's just... I mean, of course, you know, we all have our projects in mind, but a billion dollars is like a lot of money. Like, yeah. What will you do with that if you if you won that? I, I don't know, man, but I do have <laughs> a lot of ideas. I let, let's win the money first and then we can figure <laughs> that out later. But, you know, when I was younger, I used to like play these games in my head with, hmm, let's say I won a million dollars. How do I how do I uh, spend it or how do I like take out taxes? How much do I give? this person that person you remember we used to play on to be like well are you gonna give me half or are you gonna mm-hmm. give me 300k <laughs> versus oh why are we having the, it was so funny but but now yeah. a million will not will not even be enough for you if somebody wins a million dollar right now money like I mean, what look, can you really look, do with that free, in a year money, time free money is better than no money okay even a hundred absolutely okay i will take it oh i agree like, but after tax, keep after your job taxes, <laughs> yeah, of course. You keep your mm-hmm. job, but maybe you can, you know, reinvest that money to something else. Now the question about it is like this winner, he either gets they I don't know, can I say he she who knows who they are. They either get one point twenty eight billion paid annually or you can take the cash for seven hundred and forty seven million. Which one would you do? Taking the cash and like the cash because you don't know what might happen in the next coming years if you know, something will happen with the bank, um, the, the country's economy, inflation, different things that happen. But what so, has that got to do with you? No, because you're, you're getting money from the government. This is a government money. Remember, this is not a private entity paying you. It's the government who is giving you this money. Okay. So just take all, right. all you so, can get now and run away. <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. now let me let me uh, break this down a little further. So what about you get the $742 million, right? But... Right. They say for you to have that whole that all that amount, you have to come forward and announce stuff to the public who you are as a winner. Or if you want to stay private, we're gonna cut that money by seventy percent. That's a lot of cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, then I'll go public. Is it price no, you then, have then, to pay? Yeah, but then I'll go but public then because yeah. Of yeah that's, but okay, but think about it though. You wouldn't have won the money either way, right? Yeah, but For I'm example. not gonna give them all that money just because I wanna stay private. But it, <laughs> <laughs> no way. I'll go and be like, it's me, it's me who won it, guys. Thank but you. But you know how those people go to the newspaper and then they hold a big fact check and then mm-hmm. taking pictures. That's exactly what they do. So a lot of states have their different like yeah, exactly. You either come forward for, I believe it's 40% in Georgia. Yep. Don't ask me how I know this, but Uncle Sam state has to get paid. Yeah, I think in some states, you are. I think it's oblig- obligatory or forced that you should come out. Like, you don't have the That's choice. That's true. So it depends yeah, I think on some states, state. you have to actually show up, I know. But I think Illinois is a state where you can stay hidden. So <laughs> that person can it be is? like, sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry, guys. Nobody will know who won the money. He'll be going with his family every day. person's <laughs> friends and family, like, like that's 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 so life changing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Actually, do you know? Do you know how many people make a billion dollars in this world? I mean, I, I just know it's called the, the top one percent, right? It's not really like a lot of people. 
That's it's true. Weird. I mean, of course, we, we cannot compare him to Jeff Bezos, who's like mm-hmm. 100 and whatever, seven, whatever, 500 billion dollars, whatever. But like, <laughs> let me look this up here. So um, who can we look up? Let's see that you may care about. Wait. OK. Tesla. Cristiano. Hello, Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo's network is net worth is 500 million so this person is richer than freaking cristiano ronaldo can you believe that crazy and then even lebron james just became a billionaire so this person is yeah, like so in the same range the, same the person is the same range LeBron. with lebron james <laughs> somebody who worked his whole life playing sports and well, one day you he become this person did not work his whole life maybe he's working not for this money no. not for this money this money is locked Exactly, but, but this money see, is a lock money. It's all about value. Who says that basketball? Why are the person also playing basketball in the school and winning for a school? Why are you valuing the NBA versus a, a local basketball team? No, you I'm saying this that. money is a lock money. It's not money he worked for. That's what I'm saying. The money is yeah, a lock money. But he played the game. So, <laughs> so that's so, so that's the effort he did buying a ticket. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> because I think some know, people, like you said, don't be a sore loser, man. Like you do not play, so you don't get to win. No, yeah, because some people just look at the lottery as like you know it's not really money that you work for, so that's why they don't want to play it. But I can see that point of view too, and then I also see the point of view where it's like, hey, if you don't play, then don't don't be complaining because it's, I mean, it's, it's up to everybody, right, you know? You know, because the lottery, <laughs> you're right, because the lottery, you're not supposed to play it with money that you're not willing to lose, right? Mm-hmm. So just like anything you're investing, like you get ready to throw the money away. So either way, whether you win or loss, that is so like lucky for the person. I hope that people don't like try to like scam. Exactly. You, you start having cousins, people that you don't know before yeah, appearing. Like, hey, like, hey. Exactly. You know, Remember me? Long time no see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I come by and say hello? Oh, I missed you. Blah, blah, blah. But, and if they you thing- some, but if you knew somebody who did that, though, would you like reach out to them? Like, if it's a friend. Be honest. Be honest. It depends like, how example, close we are. Friend, let's, say before, let's say your friend uh, Kojo, for example. Yeah, if it's a very close friend, then of course I'll reach out and congratulate him, but I'll not ask for something. I'll just be like, congrats, man. I heard about it. You got money because. I'll just be expecting to receive something already and I don't need to ask. There's no, there's no need to ask. It's already obvious so you that you're giving me something. Money. But okay, so what if he doesn't give it to you? Would you feel some type Then it's okay. Then, then then I'll be like, we are not really friends then because how can you have all this money and you don't help? But he did. You have to help out a brother. He did not do the work. But he did well, that's what I'm saying. Work. But he got his lucky money so let's, let's share the lucky vibes, right? <laughs> you know, but that's why, like I said, they have to... Mm-hmm. I, I say that's why they have to always spend a lot of money too on like lawyers, people to help them, financial advisor. Because exactly. most of the time, when I see some statistics, it's like people who win those million dollar lotteries, they end up going broke after a couple of wires. Like, what do they do with the yes, money? Yes, there's a it's lot so crazy. of that like it, their life changes in a snap, and then you figure out that they've lost everything, and either because of poor. But you know, even these financial managers too are out there to make money. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everybody takes your money. Exactly, it's a whole vicious cycle, but that's yeah, that's but really interesting to be with one that not have one. Either way, like yes, you're not a financial person or analyst or professional, so do hire a financial specialist to take care of your of your winnings, and hire a lawyer. You're gonna need a lawyer. You need a financial person. Oh yeah, you're gonna need somebody you can trust that's not part of your, you know, your inner circle. Your inner circle, exactly. 
So what if it was me and I won the lottery and I never told you anything about it? What would you do? Then that would be very messed up because it's like, how will you not tell me? Like, I'm the first to know. I should be the first to know when that happens. But excuse, excuse you. Why should you be the first? Because it's important because I can give you good advice on how we can use the money because it's our money yeah, then. What if... <laughs> <laughs> you lost your mind. You have lost That's your mind. Our money. You know, you know, speaking of winnings and sharing, so there's another uh, news article that I actually came across last week where um, this guy, he won the lottery and split the money half with his friend. Really? He played the lottery and split the money in half. But now get this. He and his friend had a pact, a long-time pact, that if we ever play the lottery, and if one of us wins, we're going to split it into half. So whether we buy the ticket, wait, hold on, whether we buy the ticket together, <laughs> or we buy it separately, if any of us win the jackpot, or win any kind of like significant amount, we're gonna split it into half. And he won and followed through and shared it with his friend. Now, now I he, bring that up exactly. <laughs> Would you do that? Would you do that? No, he's a he's a better person than me. I will give yeah, some so, money, but I will not split half, not half why? of it. But you guys no way. Fact. Yeah, but he didn't pay for the fact. ticket. His ticket, his money was not on that ticket. But you see, how would you so, know if he, if your friend won the money and then doesn't share with you, even though you put me the pack? So let's say you and Kojo made a pack right from your college days. Like, hey, bro. I'm going to play, you know, every day. We can play some tickets together. We can play separately. But let's make a pact that if any of us wins the money, whether it's like 100K, 1 million, whatever, let's just split it into half. And then you put agree and shake upon it. 10 years down the, down the line, you play the lottery. Or he plays the lottery and wins that million dollars. And he's like, nah, 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 not sharing with you. How would you feel about it? No, that yeah, I'll know. If I'll feel bad if nothing is shared with me. My 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 own issue is the half, the half split. That's the issue. It means basically you are the same as me, even though you do not play. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll but give something. You guys are spreading your chances. What if he won and gave you half? Wouldn't you like half? I'll take it, yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that I'll re I'll return the same favor. Man, you are a <laughs> terrible friend, man. <laughs> But then again, also, I will have to look at the financial situations. Like, okay, if somebody is in a worse position than me, then yeah, I'll be okay to split the half. But how do you know they're worse than you? you because it's my friend, know. so I will know since yeah, it's my but friend. I feel like a lot of people pretend looks can be deceiving. So you can never really know for sure. Some people, they will leave the mega lifestyle, show up in the Gucci, all the designer clothings, but then they're eating ramen at home because you know what? <laughs> Having that Gucci bag, it's more important than, you know, than anything in their life. So, and, I've, and, it, and it's nothing to make fun of people who like buy designer purses and stuff. It's the same thing like right. people who love, who love electronics. Like you go buy the latest Xbox um, game or the latest like, you know, Android phone because you have to keep up with the trends and everything. So it applies in the exactly. industry. Yeah. Yeah, this is a debate that can say can can go on forever because you know it's how like yeah you but don't know till you're in the moment. <laughs> so he won uh let's see, it's he won three hundred and sixty one thousand dollars and then split it into half. Each of them split split the money. Okay, yeah. Then I, now you're friend. making sense. Oh, oh really? <laughs> oh, 
that's not that's not too much money, so I can split that one into half. But if I win billion dollar, I'm not okay, giving so a half billion why? dollar. Why? <laughs> so you have more money than to split. Exactly. So since I have more, more money, money, yeah, the less you have to split to to lose. Exactly. The less you have to split. You said it well. The less you have to split first. That's what I'm saying. That since I have more money, a million will be okay for him. He will not complain with that. If I have a billion dollar, uh, I give him a million. He will. Have- he will have no issue. Because that's so what I'm we, saying. If we made the pack then and yeah. said not to give you half, then what happens? I would be happy with a million. Do you know what I can do with that? That's a lot of money, the million dollars. Daniel, you have to dream big. You can't, you have to dream big. We're talking about a billion dollars. Do you know how exactly. many billions are in a billion dollars? Exactly, you know but that's what I'm saying. So, so I'm you saying have to that. Try for more, bro. Okay, how about I give a hundred million? Would that be great then? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay. I'll just, if you insist, I'll take a million. No, oh, but anyway, man. even his friend was very surprised. He was like, wow, like he did not expect that the guy was actually going to keep, keep, um, you know, to his word, to what they mm-hmm. agreed upon. So he was very grateful that his friend even did that. But, and which he's right, even though they made the pact and everything, like if his friend gave him all the, like, I don't know, 50K. I think that's still very mm-hmm. nice, you know? Yeah. But as I feel like if you are playing together, you guys go and buy a ticket together, then yes, it should be done into a half. But if somebody one day decides like, ah, oh, let me just go and buy this one separately, then I can see, I, I feel it will be okay if the person gave you something. But not like nothing. Absolutely. Like nothing would be like, kind of like, dang, we talked about it and you just never, yeah. you know. No, I agree. At least uh, we have come to a, a settlement or <laughs> on how it will work and if it actually gets to happen. So just so you know, if you're winning a million dollars, I expect uh, 50%. <laughs> right. Like we said, if we buy the tickets together, if we're planning to buy the ticket, but no, if I just go buy a no, ticket on my own. Write, we can then... write our own terms. So, okay, <laughs> our listeners, you guys are the witness, okay? So <laughs> today is July 31st, 2022. Daniel, do you agree? Should you win the lottery over an amount of a million dollars, you will split it into half with your sister? Now, Less than a million, say, yes. When I say, when I say <laughs> Daniel, I mean obviously you and your and your partner. So you are basically splitting half and half. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works now? I didn't know that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, when I say Daniel, you, you, you guys go together. There's no individuals anymore. You guys are a pair. So the pair of no, Daniel and then the individual of Mirel are in an agreement. For less than a million. More than a million, then we'll have to talk. Why? <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, anyway. So, but something else that caught my eye this week was the Pope was in Canada. Do we know why the Pope is in Canada? Do you have an idea of any reason why the Pope would be in Canada? Since it's the Pope, maybe spreading some good messages, you know, the good word, you know, being a Christian, like going around. He thinks he's the Pope. Like, yeah, because oh, that's, that's what the Pope does, right? He goes around and spread the good word. That's very true. But yeah. no idea. What, what was he there yeah. for? So apparently, he went to apologize for the catastrophic school policy um, that happened in some school. I can't remember the name of the school, um, but he was just basically there to apologize on behalf of the Catholic Church. I'm just really thinking, hold on, I'm so confused. There's so much shit that the Catholic Church has done. So if the Pope is apologizing now, 
is he on an apology tour? Like, he will have to go on one, time. exactly. Yeah, and then also the apology, like what is the apology supposed to do? Like, is it supposed to help the people because the Pope has apologized? Like, I'm not understanding what's happening here. This is really interesting because I saw another article about the Pope thinking about retiring. So maybe Why? that trip to Canada you mentioned is probably him going on an apology tour might be getting to him that, hey, you know what, <laughs> I need to stop retire because the Catholic Church is more than what I can handle. Because he was saying I that mean, there's a lot going on that gives him a lot of stress. You know, he's getting old. He's like 86, if I'm not mistaken. So he's like, he might oh, retire. He says, okay. Have been old. All the Pope have been old. That's the excuse. Age is not an excuse. I'm exactly. Sorry. That's why everybody's surprised that he's talking about retiring. <laughs> They've been old. That Pope's that he's... Anyway, look. Yeah. We're all here <laughs> for mental health. If retiring early... It's going to help him. Please retire, sir. But the whole Catholic Church, like you said, it's a whole different story. This whole apology tour, I really don't get mm-hmm. it. So, I do you know? You know what we're talking about? Like the network of people. You know what the net? I'm curious to see what the network of the church is. Can you make a guess? The Catholic Church network. Yeah. That's it's one. I think it's the richest church, if I'm not mistaken. So it will probably be. Hmm. Okay, hold on. You know what? Let's not even go even further. Now they're saying that bankers get a best guess about the Vatican's wealth is about ten billion. That's just the Vatican. I'm not surprised. Yeah. That's literally just the Vatican. By the time you're adding oh, the yeah. rest of the churches and everything, like yeah. the church, the Catholic Church is a mega business. A mega, yeah. mega, mega, mega business. So um I feel like this is my thought process. As he's doing his apology tour, a check needs to be written, <laughs> you know, for reparations, for whatever forgiveness that they want from the church, you know, from the people that they hurt. But I wonder but, why he went particularly to Canada, because like you said, there are many incidents in every part of the world. So exactly. I wonder why Canada was chosen. Yeah. So maybe are like hmm. is this. Anyway, but you know what? We don't know yet. Maybe this is an apology tour, but the Pope or the church does not want it to come across as okay. Yeah. Apology tour starting, you know, going from Canada into this. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's just arriving and going to different countries mm-hmm. to, under a certain mission, like to preach the, the gospel and everything. But then he's now apologizing to specific individuals because I'm like, why don't they start from, you know, from Rome itself? Like all those little boys that that got abused by the church. Like, that's just so much shit. Like, but anyway, so, we there's a lot hidden that we need to know. Exactly. It will be, you know, interesting. So the, the article that I saw this um, from was AP News. And in the article, um, one of the, the survivors said they've waited 50 years for this apology and finally they have. Oh, wow. So, um, time. I mean, it's something, it's, a, it's something that is needed not only for people to hear, but for the church to be accountable. Um, now, I don't know what accountable means, but accountable means, you know, write that check. <laughs> Issue the apology, write the check. The check should be written. I'm sorry, like, I know people say, okay, well, money's not going to solve it, but it's going to start something. And the check could be written to a foundation or to a charity of the choice, the person's Right. Doesn't mean that you're handing them, oh, here, take a million dollars for your, you know, 
but you're hurt. It could be, hey, we wronged your your people and you So give money to your charity. Are, to your charity or we are, you know, opening up a foundation where or scholarship where we're going to now encourage people from this community to be accepted or something like that. Just to, as a way to give back or just to make amends. It's never gonna be enough at right. this point. Sorry, words uh don't mean much <laughs> today. <laughs> it needs to be backed up. So, yeah, it is uh, kind of sad. But uh, speaking of apologies, somebody else who apologized this week is uh, Will Smith. Are you, oh, are you boy. surprised? Yeah, are you surprised <laughs> that he, now that he's just giving his public apology? Yes, it's kind of um, very, very interesting how this um, war works over there because when it happened, you know, he was not remorseful immediately after. He was kind of like just okay, saying hang, that. Hang on. Now, I don't know. Sorry. I want to give a bit of like background on uh, what we're talking about. Right. Uh, I'm sorry if you're living on the rock and did not know or don't know who Will Smith is. So he's an American actor. <laughs> and um, while uh, another comedian, Chris Rock, was on stage introducing um you know, introducing something at the, was it at the, at the Oscars? Right. The Oscars. Yeah. At the Oscars, he made a joke about Will Smith's wife and doing the joke, Will Smith got up and slapped the shit out of him. And that became a whole like big thing. And he just, everything just spiraled out for him. I felt, I mean, it was terrible what he did, but I really feel so sad that this is how it came to be after waiting all these years to finally get your reconnection your reconnection only for it to be stripped away at moment's notice so it's been what over what three four months now since the slap yeah been more than three months. february right yeah february so that's about four yeah. months now yeah so he finally yeah. issued a video a q a Q&A, question and answer apology uh, by video. So what's your take on it? My take on it is that if he had done an apology immediately after it happened, that would sound more genuine. But instead, after the show was over, he apologized first more to the Oscars for his behavior, not even to Chris Rock. He'd never mentioned like, oh, hey, Chris Rock, I'm sorry for doing this. I just wanted to defend my wife, all these things. No. That's she true. was just more he was like partying. he was partying at the Oscars. After exactly, because he won an Oscar and people were defending him. Then he went and party after. So I was just like, okay, he did not really care about this. But it's after when he saw the effect, how people were trying to, you know, the cancer culture we have right now, trying to, mm-hmm. you know, eliminate, you know, or like his promotions, his movies, his um, YouTube channels, or things like that. He started declining in his, um, you know, in his product. So he started to go in hiding. But then, since he has a movie coming up soon, he said, well, let me come back and do the apology because his movie was delayed because of this stuff. So now that the movie is about to come out soon, he said, let me come out now and apologize, make a whole question and answer set. My question is that, also on the part of Chris Rock, he's not really talking about it too. When he goes on his comedy tours, he just talks about, oh man, I've been slapped, but not about how he felt about it or all those things. So it's like, on both sides, we don't know how they feel about it. So it's like, can they just make a sit down? Can we just have a Will Smith and Chris Rock sit down discussion? Because that will get well, views I, if it's about the views. 
well, not about the views here, obviously. Well, according to Will Smith in his apology, if you watch the entire thing, he said he sort of indicated that he did reach out to Chris Rock, but Chris Rock is not ready to okay. talk about it. But Got my you. question is, okay, that's fair. Chris Rock can take however long he needs. He right. has no reason to talk to Will Smith whenever Will Smith is ready to talk. So Chris has to be ready. But if Chris is not ready to talk about it, then I'm, why is he bringing it up during his comedy <laughs> speeches? So I'm not understanding, like, well, you're okay to talk about it during your comedy speech, right. your comedy uh uh events but not to the person that's you know anyway i don't know i know and all his ticket sales have been going high now like chris rock is yeah, selling out everywhere been, things that happen great <laughs> for him i hope that they mm-hmm. can get some closure i yes. just again i don't agree with what will smith did but at the same time i just feel like no matter what he would have done people would have still had this our culture right now yeah like Exactly. You're up one second and you're gone like that in the in the blink of an eye. So what I with me came out right after the Oscars and apologized or came out later or came out when I think people still just cancel him. Have thing to say a, sec- a second chance. So yeah, that is really unfortunate. But I hope that they're able to get some sort of closure so we can move on because, um, you know. It's just not something that I wish anyone to go through it. So that's what it's sometimes. But seeing the slap, okay, let me ask you this. But seeing the slap, do you feel like if you got a slap from a friend, would you, I don't know, how would you, would you hold it as such a big deal for like all this time? It's well, that's the issue, right? They're not really friends. So that's why it would be worse. Like if it's well, something I, that I no, know. Okay, from from somebody. Yeah, if it was a friend to me, if it was a friend. It wouldn't even be worse if it was a friend. So they're not yeah. even friends or cool like right. that. So yeah, if it's a friend, how then how do you feel about it? I'll slap the friend back. I understand there. <laughs> we are fighting. It's it's a fight happening. You you are like oh an eye for an eye, like all the exactly when you get eye for eye, tooth for tooth. Turn exactly. the left cheek and get no 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 no. It's the other way around. You get slapped, slap back. <laughs> wow, okay. so that's what i would have done how about you how you have done if it was a friend who came and just slapped you in public like that i mean it was a friend no she's getting they are getting beat <laughs> we're about to fight i'm sorry there's no like turn the left cheek or something because but then think about it on the other hand then if it was your husband trying to defend you against somebody who was laughing at a condition that you had how would you have felt then well me as the wife right if you were um, you know the Jada Pinkett and then we have to meet. to support my husband. I'm so, not, so you see, so it's exactly it's, no, it's kind I'm of not like denying, you know, I'm not denying Jada's part. Although, although a lot of people hate Jada, like there's this whole <laughs> theory about her, um, you know, manipulating Will. But even in his apology, he did say, okay, mm-hmm. Jada had nothing to do with it. Even though in the videos you can see that she looked at him when. Um, Chris was making the joke, so mm-hmm. maybe he saw that look and was like, "Okay, I need to do something." I gotta do something. <laughs> but I don't know the slapping. I don't know. I don't know. Was he? Was he high? Was he drinking? Like, was he? I feel like when you're inebriated, sometimes you get some sort of like courage to think you can do whatever. Because I don't think Will Smith would have done done that, you know, behind on his own. Doors. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. Because he was laughing, but people were saying he was laughing. But again, exactly. That, that laugh, but also that laugh could have been nervousness. Like, mm-hmm, like, uh, like you know, you think you're funny, bro, but like he just laughed to pretend. These are all actors. He was probably acting the laugh as well until he saw his wife's face, you know. But even the joke that Chris Rock made was not like so bad. Like, okay, you know, but he, he did not know about her condition, I guess, but. I guess, anyway, let's not just be slapping people in public or hitting people in public, you know, boundaries. But I just feel like as two grown men, they could have just taken it outside and had their war of words and, you know, brawl and then just moved on. But because the entire world is involved, everybody has their 300 cents to say. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's never, never going to go away, Even including us. Now we're all talking about it as well. But I really, I like two, I like each of these artists independently. And I just hope that, you know, Will Smith can move forward. Like, I don't feel like he's been such a terrible person the way people, like, make all these things about him just because of that slap. But I think the way the the world goes right now, in I think next year it might be forgotten and he'll be back to normal again. Because mm. sometimes, you know, when, when a new topic comes, it takes over. You know, just how we had COVID, monkeypox, every different thing. So, yeah, when something comes, it takes over, <laughs> like say, then it moves on. Pox, COVID. <laughs> yeah, but speaking of um, uh, COVID and traveling tests, you know now, in, you know, wait, you remember when we traveled last time and how we had to like, oh, that's right, you were not there. So when you're traveling to Cameroon now, initially, you had to go to the airport land to get out. There is a form that you have to fill out. Okay. Yep. Now that form is in French. So if you don't know French, <laughs> you're freaking screwed. Absolutely. So, some people, now again, Cameroon is a bilingual country. Some people who believed out for a while, some speak English, some speak French, some people don't. So it's just really hard to sit there and having to translate exactly what it means. I could see a lot of people asking, oh, what does this mean? What does that mean? I'm like, that's unfortunate. Like, please make everything bilingual as the country is supposed to be. But the good news for everyone is that now, instead of arriving the airport, going and finding a pen and paper, filling out the form, waiting in line, before you get your COVID um, rapid test at the airport, you can now do it online. So a day before your trip. Oh, really? Yes. Day before your trip, there's this website called Mama Pro. Don't ask me why it's called Mama Pro, but it's M-A-M-A, like Mama, L-P-R-O.com. Mama Pro. Now, that would change a lot of things. Well, yeah. I mean, so you go online there. You can use the website to record your, um, you have to sign up to create your account. Then okay. The day before your travel, you record your itinerary and I guess your arrival information and all that. Then you print out, request a test, you print mm-hmm. out a document, and then that document is just basically showing them that you filled it out as opposed to arriving there and then and having to fill it there. Filling out the form. And they have the form in English and French. So great news for bilingual speakers, the people who speak one language more. So, so this is for everybody, like the citizens and it's for you know, everyone, citizens, visitors, citizens, visitors. Okay. And you can also use this site to request a COVID test. So if you, when you're exiting the country, mm-hmm. exiting Cameroon, then you fill out the form on that website, and then you can request to go get a COVID test done. 
and get your results. So it's more, it's pretty much digitized. A lot of the things that you have to do on pen and paper, you can actually print out your COVID results. You can request your vaccine. So I just took a look the other day. I'm like, this is really nice. I hope that we can get to a place where things are more standardized. Easy transition. Exactly. <laughs> All right. But so do you need a test both when you are leaving and when you are arriving in terms of the depends COVID on, test? It depends on the country you're coming from, right? If you're coming from the U.S., then um, if you're going to the U.S., the U.S. does not require a test. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. you don't need to take a test when exiting. But if you're going to like a European country, then mm-hmm. you take the test in Cameroon and show that before you go. Okay. Well, this is good news to know for those who are trying to travel to Cameroon now. Yep. All right, my people. It's time once again for the spot update with the boss. So I will just begin with something that is very incredible for me personally. Okay. In my past life, I have been to soccer games, as we call it here in the U.S., or football games for national teams. Mm-hmm. I've seen Argentina play Mexico. I've seen Mexico. But I had the great opportunity, finally, Mireille, which is my team. Barcelona. Barcelona was here in the U.S. And I finally got the opportunity to watch Barcelona live versus Juventus. awesome. How was that? How was the game? So this was really a crazy experience because I'm only used to knowing them watching it on TV. Because when you see on TV, you see all the chants that you know. You can sing sing it at home. But then now when you're singing and everybody's singing with you, then everybody's going back and forth and like, Singing Barcelona, Barca, Barca. But I'm like, wow, this is like a dream come true. So it was really That's a good amazing. experience just to see how big soccer is and the and the fan base in the US that I, I could not even imagine. Because so far, this um preseason, as they call it, because the tournament the, the seasons are about to start in all the major leagues. We have, you know, the German league, the French league, Spanish league, and English league. So the best team in all those leagues decided to make a tournament here in the U.S. Nice. And so the tournament was Barcelona, Juventus, Real Madrid, Arsenal. So getting the opportunity to see so Barcelona. basically in the European leagues only, not like African exactly. leagues. Or exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which, like you said, maybe that's something that they should open to those other countries to come and do their own leagues here in the U.S. because I'm sure they'll get a good fan base as, you know, the U.S. is a very diverse culture. So just going to a game and seeing the amount of... But it was crazy because, you know, Dallas, the fan base was a little bit... by um, What's the word? One-sided, biased, because there were a lot of Mexican and Barcelona. Because Barcelona is a Spanish team. So a lot of, of Spanish-speaking countries of love Barcelona. So Juventus from Italy... Every time they touch the border, like boom. <laughs> <laughs> so but like, what, is that not what happened with a game with Argentina that we saw many years ago? Argentina, exactly. Mexico. Yeah, exactly. Support, supporting Mexico, like hello. exactly. They went Messi, touch like Messi, boo. 
But yeah, it was really a great experience that I would advise all those big soccer fans, like whenever you have this opportunity here in the US to go see one of those teams, even though it's a preseason, the way they play the game is just so beautiful. And I was so happy that I was able to see that. Now, what I would like to also mention is that they broke the record for attendance in the US because normally the stadiums in this country are not as big as the stadiums here in the US, which is very surprising because soccer or football is the biggest sport in the world. But American football and baseball in the US have bigger stadiums. So for example, Chelsea, their stadium take only about 60,000 people. But when we were in Dallas, the attendance was about 78,000 just for a pre-season friendly game. So you can imagine the big difference between... But how is it 78,000 though? That stadium cannot fill 78,000 people. No, they said that it could go up to 80,000. So that's why I'm saying that there was mm, no seat left on. unturned. Cotton Bowl. <laughs> I'm Googling this right now because I'm not... Before. Yes. Cotton Bowl seating Look capacity. at the attendance. Okay. It was sh- unbelievable. Cotton Bowl is 92. Wow. So it actually has more seating than AT&T Stadium. How's that possible? Yeah. It is really crazy. Ah. Like I tell you that so, co- co- all the stadiums okay, yeah, here. But you know what? But you know what? It makes sense because when you're playing like a soccer game or like a yeah. sports game, they use the entire surrounding exactly. of the stadium, not just exactly. like the viewpoint of the concert. So that, that makes yes. sense. Now I'm curious what SoFi, SoFi capacity. Sorry, now I'm Oh, just that's Googling. a big one too. Yeah, that's I'm a big Googling one too. I'm just Googling like stadium seating. I'm uh, sure that's almost 90-something thousand too. No, you, seventy thousand. I'm not. I don't really? understand this. Yeah, I don't. I'm get surprised. It. So, 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 cotton ball is even bigger than SoFi. Yeah, I don't know. How, how about the Allegiance one in Vegas, the Allegiance Stadium? Yeah, I have to see Allegiance Stadium capacity. Sorry, this we've now changed the podcast seating. No, it's important because it it shows you how important using the the crowd 000. in the US. Sixty-five thousand. Wow. So I was in one of the biggest stadiums then in terms of attendance. No, well, in terms of attendance, yes, you you were able to you know get the big. Honestly, I don't like that Cotton Bowl Stadium though. To be honest, <laughs> what do really you like don't. about that? I went to a concert there for Coldplay, and I don't know. It just, I, it just felt really old, and I don't like those benches that I like. Those back oh, yeah. benches. <laughs> I like my individual seat. Like a few comfortable so, sitting on your chair, not yeah, just sitting on the yeah. bench. Yeah, but exactly. Then, but but then every so time somebody's somebody's um scores, right? Is it those kind of chairs that when you, when you get up, it, it like flips back? Is it that kind of chair? No, the one it's in not, Dallas. Is, no, okay. Well, which one in Dallas? Oh, you mean well, like AT and T? I think AT and T the ones that they flip up. But at SoFi okay. and Allegiant, you know, Allegiant it does flip up. SoFi it didn't, it doesn't. Okay. I don't know if I remember, but I think when they say better stadiums, it's just more of like the amenities, like what's nicer, the, what yep. they're offering. Yep. There's like a, a VIP lounge. There's right. like enough bathrooms. Like the bathroom there. Like I'm sorry, I would not. Please hold like wipes when you touch the door because it is like old and rusty and dirty. it's historic, right? Historic. Yeah, I'm sorry, but anyway, for a game experience, I get it. But yes, especially having those big teams, those big teams from Spain and from Italy coming to play here in the US. So that's why it even brought attention to those countries that maybe in the future they'll be doing some of these games because they get 
more fans attendance here in the US than even in their country. Mm. So everybody so with a soccer guess. fan, get excited. So let me guess. So the World games Cup move game, over here. I know that the World Cup uh, in 2026 in the going to be played in North America. Dallas right. is one of the locations. So let me yes. guess. They're using Cotton Bowl or they're using AT&T? So far, I think they narrow it down to AT&T Stadium. If I'm not mistaken, I can double check that information. It has but I know to be that AT&T. It yes. has to be AT&T. I know they choose I think... AT&T. They choose Houston. But why? When Cotton Bowl can, can uh, have more people. Well, you just explain why, right? The comfort, the comfort. <laughs> People like to be in comfort in the AC, in the big ceiling, in case it rains, you know, all those different things because well, no, cotton but is exposed. Course, they are going, they are going to open up the stadium. They're not gonna close it. They cannot. But play what if it rains? Close. Well, what then if it rains? rains. I'm sorry, you play in the rain, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, but the fans will be all wet. Yeah, it's okay. It's the nature of the game. <laughs> if you love so, the yeah, that was so much, then. Exactly. So, but yeah, that's why I was just saying it's a very great experience. And so far, all the games have been having high attendance record, which encourages that there'll be more games coming up here in the US, which will be great for us. That's awesome. Now, in addition to that, the preseason is finally getting over. So we're getting back to the Premier League, Bundesliga, Spanish League. So I'll be filled with a lot of updates now as the games come now. But for now, it was just the preseason time. So that's why we spent most of the time not really getting any major updates. The only we major tournament. You and who? <laughs> when you say we spent. You, you were with me, right? When we we're doing the updates. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I was exactly. like, we spent. Like, what the only mean? major update I gave you was that, you know, South Africa won the Women's African Cup. And today, England won the European Women's Championship, which is kind of funny because it's the first time even that England has won a trophy. So now that's mm. not the women who are going to rub it in all the means, men ego. Like you see, About what time. can you guys do? You guys think that nothing similar, similar in the USA too. In the USA, the women have won a World Cup and a and and a and a Concacaf um, championship, while the men have won nothing. So it's kind of funny how these two big countries, the women are the ones who are all winning the all the women trophies. Independent, throw <laughs> your hands up at me. So yeah, yep. that's the that's the big news of this um, summer window. But once the league start back. You can count on the boss for your updates. All right. Great. So, you know, the funny thing since we started season two of our podcast is you have not given us a uh, quote of the day. Oh. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, how what is forget? happening? Okay. We so that's something? great then. I'm going to give you guys two then for today. Two for the price no, of one. please. Just bless us with one. <laughs> bless us with one, sir. Le proverbe du jour. Les oiseaux qui volent. Vont toujours retourner sur la terre, which okay. means what? All the birds that fly, no matter where they go, they always come back and land on the earth. So remember, no matter how high you get, no matter how big you become, remember where you come from. Okay. <laughs> I thought this was going somewhere like, okay, well, you know, if you get rich one day, make sure you remember the people that you left behind. Anyway, yeah, the same thing, right? If you get up, you get That's high, true. exactly. You can apply amenities, but that you always scenarios. come back to earth. The bird that flies always come back to earth. All right. All right, y'all. Thanks for joining us again this week. If you enjoy our podcast, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We are on Stitcher, Spotify, wherever else you stream your podcasts. Again, we are also on social media. We're on Twitter and we're on Instagram. You can follow us on Afro People Hour. Until then, we will see you next time. Bye. Ciao.